I'll tell you right now, if you have zero subscribers right now, I'll tell you how to get to 100,000 in the quickest way possible. I'm wow. here with Fund Crunch, the Hello. biggest YouTuber, one of the biggest YouTubers in FIFA. I try, I think. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm the biggest, <laughs> but I will soon be the biggest. Okay. So tell me why FIFA? I really enjoyed playing FIFA with my brother back in my country. So I live, I'm, I'm from Venezuela, which is like in South America. Some people think it's in the United States. I don't blame you, okay? But yeah. And we used to play FIFA together back there. And we didn't have a lot of, like, we didn't have internet. So FIFA was really cool because like we could play without having internet. Like we were, because in PlayStation, you need like a... Um, well, at what PlayStation you are playing? Me? Actually, was it PlayStation? I think it was actually Xbox 360. And then it was like PlayStation three or four. Okay. So you you played with your brother and at what age? I was about, oh my God, you're putting me on the spot here. But I think I was about 14, 15. I was 14, playing with 15. Yeah, I was playing with him all the time. And you understood back then that I want to do FIFA all the time? No chance. No, I was doing it for fun. I never wanted to be a YouTuber. I never knew you could make money doing YouTube. Because like I come from a different background. I'm sure it's the same for you. I don't know. But like back when, I, back in my country, I didn't think YouTube could be a career. Because there was no big Venezuelan YouTuber that I could be like, <gasps> He is the guy. I want to be him, you know? So when do you discover that you want to be a YouTuber and how it happened? I, I started, so I did it, I needed money. I didn't have money. So like, I, I was like, I was working as a waiter here in Liverpool. And I was so like- When did you move? Me? Six okay. years ago. So why did you move? Because uh, my country, my parents wanted me to have a better education because we speak Spanish. And, and they were like, we want you to learn English like in the best way possible. So they were like, we can send you to America, but they didn't like America that much because a lot of people speak Spanish there anyways. So they thought I would speak Spanish in America. So they're like, Interesting. United Kingdom is 10 times cheaper because like university here is like 30,000. That would be like $50,000 for the entire semester, for the entire year. Um, so that's why we chose here. And Liverpool is just cheaper than London, which is where everybody goes, so. Okay. And you came here and when do you, and then you saw KSI and all these big YouTubers and no. then you said, I want to be that. How it mm. happened? I came here and I was doing university and I went to my first, but like my first class and I hated it. What, what, what Mechanical subject? engineering. <laughs> 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 I went to my first, I thought, right. I thought a mechanical engineer, I didn't know what it was. I just wanted a big title, like engineer felt like the next big thing. So I came here for that first class and my professor was just reading the PowerPoint and I was like, what, what is this? What, is, what are my parents paying for? Um, so the first, first class I remember and I left I, it. And I think probably they spent a lot of their fortune for your Yeah, universe. I kind of ignored that. I just, I just, in my head, I was like, um, they want me to be happy, so I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I know what makes me happy. <laughs> I was like, I, they want me to be happy, so I'm gonna do what makes me happy. And if quitting is what makes me happy, you know what's the thing? They couldn't do anything because they were back in Venezuela and I was in the, in England. Interesting. <laughs> I, you could, Why they were back in Venezuela? Um, because they had a career. They were both lawyers. So like, if you have a career there, it makes sense that they stay there. Okay, so the job... 
So they didn't move here. No. They just send you to university here with your brother? With my brother. Interesting. Yeah. He came first. So when I came, I already, you know, I didn't come lonely because I had my brother to come to. Interesting. Um, and they, they now just moved here about a year and a half ago. Okay. Yeah. And how you you don't tell me how FIFA happened? Like how do you you know you you didn't like university? Yes. Okay. I'm bad at, at you know I go on all these rounds, but basically no. We can go to any round you want today. <laughs> we can talk about anything about death, about life, about the universe. And okay. Everything. Okay. So FIFA. Was because because it's a long story, but okay, I don't want to bore you, but I would I would uh, make not it getting short. bored. Don't worry. I will make it short. Basically, I was doing I was a waiter, so I quit my university, and I was like, I need money, so I became a waiter. I was serving tables here and there, and then one day I got bored because it was I hated my job. Let's be honest, nobody likes I didn't like at least to work at nights, come back at three in the morning. I was like eighteen or nineteen at the moment. And but you needed to make money, right? I needed to make money. So I searched So you online. didn't, it's not that you had so many choices to- Yeah, I didn't have many choices. I needed to be able to pay rent. And the thing is my parents in that moment, they were like the economy in my country was going down. I think we had one of the worst ever, like our coin, like one Venezuela, like $1 is like a million of my coin, of my currency. So like my parents' money was going down and they were like, listen, bro. It's gone down. They were like, listen, bro, we love you, but we don't have money for you for this. So please we work. Had, we, we had in the past, but now we are let, 100% less. They were like, we took you there, you're there, but now you need to like figure it out. Good luck, bro. And I was like, okay, fair enough. Sending you love. Yeah. I became a waiter, quit uni, and then I, so I hated my job. You never went back. In no, I, uni, I didn't. Go only back. one time. I, I I went for like an entire semester, but then so they for like six months. Uh, uh, maybe that's like three or four. Mm -hmm. And then I they, they told me like, why are you not coming? And I'm like, I'm not learning anything. And then from there, I didn't go back. But basically, um, I needed money. Like I was not happy with the money I was making in that place. I wanted to make money from home. And I just search online how to make money. And I figure out that you can grow Instagram accounts for a hundred and like, you can grow Ooh. Instagram accounts. And <laughs> okay. And then you could um, sell advertisement in the Instagram account or sell Instagram accounts. Cringe. That's, I mean, that's how I started. Um, and the way I got into it, I bought a course that was worth $3,000 at the time. Oh, you Oh shit! <laughs> I paid three thousand dollars from the money that you uh, yeah make. From all the money I made because I never spent anything you know um, and <laughs> that I, I paid that for that course I'm not saying that course helped me a lot but because I spent so much I had to make it worth and I did Instagram for a year I my third post got like ten thousand likes which okay. was like the craziest thing and I saw I got the market why and why. Well, there was you, a, you were doing FIFA? Yeah, I started with FIFA. Ooh. So that's why I did FIFA, because like back and then. Later he will explain us why he thinks this football industry is a money-making machine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. I mean, the reason why I did it, I, I was playing FIFA back then, and I was like, I may as well make money playing FIFA. You know, so like I just did Instagram um, for a year. How? But how? What post you were making on Instagram? Like I was genuinely, I was that guy that just steals people's content and reposts. That's what I was doing. I was looking for a post because that's what the course taught me. Look for a course. Look for a post that got a lot of likes in another account. Grab it to your account. Upload it. Give them credits. Done. 
scumbag, basically. I was an absolute... I was, it's not a scam. <laughs> I not, but I know people were not happy about it. People were not happy about it. That was the start, maybe, you know? Maybe you were getting more likes than them. Yeah, I was so. getting more likes than them. <laughs> so it's funny, yeah. <laughs> and then from there, I saw a gap in the market because I was getting a lot of likes. But this one guy that I was stealing his content, he wasn't uploading the content anymore. And I'm like, dude, I need you to post because I need <laughs> I need to make money to leave my but job. How you were making money with this thing? No, page? I was making nothing. Okay. For a year, I didn't make a single penny. So and you were doing it while you were working? Yeah, of course. Person. I was uploading, uh, like, in my job, normally I would work at 6 p.m. And FIFA, 6 p.m. is, like, the prime time. So I will go to the toilet and I will upload from the toilet. And everybody Why is know. 6 p.m. is prime Because there is something that comes out at 6 p.m. So if you're a nerd like me, at 6 p.m. you're on your phone like, what is coming out? You know? Okay. And then a year passed and TikTok happened interesting and i started on tiktok and i made I, that was back when you know gary b yes so he was saying tiktok get on tiktok bro we have the same story like I, it's, inter- <laughs> it's very interesting because i got on tiktok because of because gary, of gary yeah as well, like, the exact same time when tiktok came. anyway continue but, but it was like musically just turning to tiktok and like i'm he's like do it and i'm like bro you're annoying me i'm gonna do it just because you're saying it so much you are a great guy and i know you're doing great things so i uploaded my first tiktok my third tiktok it was basically me recording my screen so my instagram post i'll record it with my phone and put like a drake song over it like a TikTok song or whatever. And he got 100,000 views in like a day. And I sent it from my grandparents' house. Like I was in my grandparents' in holiday. And I was like, dude, this is, this is gold. I'm still uploading FIFA back then. Like I, it took me a year to get 100,000 views in that Instagram post. And now I get 100,000 in the third post. But you never talked in, in the post. It was never your voice, right? No, I never spoke. Never spoke. It took me a lot to speak because I'm foreign. And then People were always making fun of my accent, which kind of, it was a pain back then. Now I don't care because I embrace it. But back then it was like, it was sad. Um, so I was there for a year in TikTok and I grew very, very big. Because um, I was like the third FIFA account to ever start on TikTok. And then lockdown happened. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and all the kids that were watching my TikToks, they were like, bro, please stream. We want you to stream. And I started streaming. What type of TikToks you were making back then? Literally that. There was Just for videos of your uh, Of Instagram the cards. Form. And then at some point, uh, I realized it would be better if I uh, speak. So I was speaking. I was teaching people how to play FIFA because I was a nerd. Like I knew how to play the game. So I was teaching people like, this is how you become better at the game. And everybody was watching for whatever reason. I didn't know what I was doing. They clearly knew I didn't know what I was doing, but they were watching it. And then after a year... Um, so this is one year Instagram, TikTok, one year I'm doing TikTok and Instagram at the same time. I was uploading six TikToks a day and that made me grow to like 400,000 followers. By that point, I'm still working because like, I'm not making enough money on TikTok. I'm uploading from work. I'm making six TikToks at home. Um, and then lockdown, bam. Everybody asked me to start streaming on Twitch and I started on Twitch. And literally a month after I started on Twitch, I finally became full time. As in full-time money-wise. Immediately? Yeah, because... Um, How had much fo- money you were making that month? I only Twitch. needed to make a thousand a month. That's all I needed. Like for me, a thousand a month was enough for me to... Because I don't have, I don't have a girlfriend. 
I live with my brother. <laughs> like, that's the, that's the big expense of people. I don't have a girlfriend. I, mean, like, I don't. I don't have distractions. You know, I don't have a girlfriend. I don't have a car. I didn't own a house. The place where we were living was very cheap. I live with my brother, so like we have and have expenses. I didn't eat much back then. I'll buy the cheapest thing. I'll have. I'll eat bread if I needed to. Um. So from there, Twitch was enough to make a thousand. It was enough. And did you, uh, so you enjoyed a lot doing the Twitch thing? Yes, I did enjoy it a lot. But then it got very tiring because it was just you. I would stream for four hours, and then I would realize that after four hours, you would die. Like you stream for four hours, and then the stream ends, and then that leaves nowhere. Um, and by around that time, for some reason, I, I did a YouTube video. I don't know why. I was looking to make money, and I saw someone say, you can make money on YouTube. I made one YouTube video. No face cam, no microphone, just my computer. That's like a $200 computer. So it, it didn't, it was like, the microphone was not good. And time gone by and people were searching it through Google, YouTube search and he started to get money over time. And I realized, wait, whilst I was streaming and I was making money streaming, back then I'm making a thousand. I'm not talking like I want to become rich. I'm like, I want to make enough to like, just do this full time. YouTube starts making a little bit and I started to fall in love with uploading more. So I started uploading, I started, I came up with a system. I would stream, but the stream will be the YouTube video that I'm recording. And then TikTok, I'll make them after the stream or before the stream. And then Instagram posts, I'll hire someone to do the Instagram post for me. So I was uploading on four platforms at the same time. So you abandoned the Instagram pages? No, I never abandoned it. I only abandoned it a year ago. Okay, so you were still uploading on Instagram, but yours, your content now, not stealing content. No, I was, I, I stopped stealing content after like six months because I, I just figured out like these people that were making good content, they didn't upload it again. They were just uploading it once. And I'm like, well, if you don't upload it anymore, I'm going to make it. Like I have no choice. What am I supposed to do? So I started making the post that went viral on my account, but now I did it with my own name. And I started to learn how to edit because I never knew how to edit. But it helped that you push traffic from your uh, Facebook, for your Instagram FIFA account to your personal account on FIFA, no. uh, on Instagram. No, they, I, I would say all the audiences were different. On Instagram, it was mainly people who wanted to get better at the game. On TikTok, it was mainly kids that were laughing at my accent. Like my most viral TikToks, I didn't understand it then. <laughs> my most viral TikToks, I didn't understand it then, but it was people just laughing at the way I pronounced worth it. Because I would say worth. Is he worth it? And every person would go like worth, like W-O-R-F, and they would laugh. And I didn't get it. And they would say like, you're doing it on purpose. And I'd be like, what do you mean? And they would be the ones that got the most views. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly what I need to do again. Just do the videos that are, this player is worth it. And I was like, wait, they like it because they're laughing at the <laughs> I, I can relate 100%. Like yeah, you, you, you see to. our comment section on, on YouTube and you're yeah. like, oh yes, there is something here. So, okay, tell me, and how, how did it evolve from there? Um, so I would say that was about three years. So two people have it in their heads. One year Instagram, one year TikTok, and then I do Twitch for a year, and then I found my new love. That's when I find YouTube, three years into the making. All my platforms by then were popping. Like Instagram was on 200K, TikTok was on about half a million or, uh, or like 800K. 
Um, and for some reason, my YouTube started to grow because like without meaning to, I was telling people to go and check my YouTube, even though I had nothing. So I grew to like 50K or like 30K without uploading much. And then over time, I was like, I checked my YouTube account, my AdSense, and I had made some money. And I was like, wait, this is more than I made on TikTok. And I upload six TikToks a day and I'm barely, you know, making it through. I'm making like a thousand a month. And so that's when I started on YouTube. And I started to realize that my videos will get views and then they will stop getting views. And I'd be like, dude, that's so boring. It's the same as streaming. Like I make a video, it gets views for a day and then it dies. So I search online, I'm like, I'm doing FIFA all this time because I just didn't want to change. I just liked FIFA. I was like, hmm, who could teach me how to make better YouTube videos? Hmm, what about we search for the biggest YouTuber in the world? And it was like, oh, Mr. Beast was like my answer. It wasn't him, it was PewDiePie. So I learned how to do thumbnails from PewDiePie. My thumbnails weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. Even in a tutorial. <laughs> and I followed it and I got more views. But after that, I was like, okay, cool. The next, let's look for someone else that's growing more now. Mr. Beast. More now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I found Mr. Beast. The love of every YouTuber, yeah. Mr. Beast. <laughs> I, literally, I literally found him and I, I, I started to hear what he was saying. And he would be saying like, you can become viral, like you can go viral yourself. And I was like, oh, if he can do it, I can do it. So I started applying some of the things I heard him say. And that's when my channel started to do good. What do you mean? So you, how long it took for you Not to much, you know. Not much. From the moment I actually started to implement, because by then I kind of already have a personality. People are following me on TikTok. People are following me and on Instagram. And you understood Instagram. how to be entertained. I understood how to be entertained. I didn't. I just was being myself and people found that fun. I still don't get to this day what people like about how I express myself, <laughs> but it's okay. I understand. They want me to be me. So I'm me. <laughs> That's it. And when I found YouTube and I found Mr. Uh, when I found Mr. Beast, it made me understand like, if now you try and get people to watch the video completely, it will make more people watch all of your content. And I'm like, I want to make the best videos possible because I want to grow bigger. I just want to do this more because at first I just wanted to make a thousand dollars, but I fell in love with YouTube, and I'm not in this for the money because like I spend all my money on YouTube. And um, back in the videos, you would see like I've literally. The other day, I, I filmed this video where I went to a hotel and it costed me about thirty to forty thousand dollars, and he only made a thousand. <laughs> That's my most expensive video ever. So just to put it on perspective, I wasn't doing this for the money. I just I just wanted to make better videos, and the moment I understood that making better videos meant getting people to watch the entire thing, I started to shift shift my channel around, and it literally took me about three months because I already had an audience. So the moment I started to cater to that audience with the best content you can possibly make for them. That's when my channel views started to pick up. It didn't go from like a thousand to a million in a day, but it went from a thousand to 10, from 10 to 20, 20 to 30, 30 to 40,000. And, and I remember that you grew very, like I was watching like probably when you had 200,000 subscribers, like after a year you were like 700,000. Like, that was the last year. So you, that was the best. I would say the mo the moment I understood YouTube was about a year and a half ago. That's when I genuinely understood this. You need to do this if you want to make better videos. Can you explain it a bit simply? What what is it that you understood? I would say 
the most important thing is understanding that is that there is someone on the other side of the screen that's watching your video and that they want the best version of that video possible. And then when you understand that, you can ask yourself, what is the best version possible? And for that, um, I kind of just started to figure out online. I don't know, the who was the best? Mr. Reese, I watched his content and I tried to implement what he did into my content. Um, of course, have, having a $1,000 budget, I couldn't replicate 100,000 <laughs> spent, but I could do it with 100 maybe, you know? So at its core, the deepest thing is just understanding that there is someone on the other side of the screen and they just want to be entertained. How do you entertain them? It depends, because there is a lot of people that have done it that have achieved it in different ways. David Dobrik, it wasn't like retention, watch until the end kind of thing. He found his own way. And PewDiePie, in his moment, he found his own way. So for me, it was more like keeping people watching until the end, making a thumbnail that anybody can click on, and then making sure that the idea is really cool, especially one that I enjoy. I think that's like at its core. You can go very like deep, but to me, that's the most important part. So you are not anymore poor like you were. Yes, I would say now I can afford bigger videos, yes. Can we say how much? How much do I make? Yes. Um, I make enough to afford everything we make. And now I'm starting to realize that we need to spend more money, but I don't know how to spend. And how do you balance? Like you are young, 24. Yeah. And it's like, how do you balance all these pressure, money to perform, to grow, to do all this stuff? Because it's a lot of fun. People think, <laughs> yeah. but there is a lot of responsibility and pressure that comes with all these uh, things. So how do you mm. balance everything? I don't, I don't feel the pressure. I don't know. I've, I, I, I don't feel like I have to perform. Like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, I don't, I don't know why. I've never felt like the only times I felt like I had to perform is when there is someone that is relying on me for something. But by this point, I'm kind of confident that the content that I make will perform anyways. And I know I don't have to spend my entire budget to get there. So I don't necessarily feel the pressure. I don't know if you do. And sometimes you think like maybe, oh, you know, I need to be able to get this or do that. I definitely feel my pressure, but it's pressure of my own expectations to okay. grow and improve and make better videos and achieve my goals. You know, it's hard because like, I know I will get there. Like I know I will become the biggest football creator of all time. There is no- Of all time. Yeah. You heard it here first. I, I know <laughs> I will, I, I will die trying. So there is no pressure because I will get there. Be it a hundred years, if I can live another hundred, be it 50, be it 20, like that's what power, fires me up right now. So like, I don't know. When I perform a video and it doesn't do good, it doesn't, it doesn't do good. I feel sad. Yeah, but I have another one next. So like, I don't, I don't feel anything. Like I'm telling you that video that I lost so much money on, we had another one next week. It also did bad, by the way, but we had another one. So when we were talking like a week ago or something like that, you were saying, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed about that video. No, please don't mention it. So you still feel like, uh, 
bad about it. I, I, <laughs> the only way I feel bad about it is because say I'm speaking to you and it's someone who like, oh my God, yeah, I just checked your channel. I just found your channel and I want to roast one of your videos or I want to speak to you about one of your videos. And then someone comes with the worst one I've ever made. He's like, listen, bro, can we speak about one that wasn't like the worst? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's the only reason. It, it, it's just that because like I'll, Say, for example, I'll pay for coaching for someone to teach me about YouTube. And then they'll look at my worst video and I'll be like, listen, bro, I understand what that video did wrong and I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so please choose one <laughs> that I can get better at. So you spend a lot of money in education, right? Yes. You said you were buying every course everyone every. Every everyone course. is making tell me about that and why which course or why, why? no why you buy all the courses because i'm very first. lazy i think the easiest way to get where you want to get is by learning from others and i don't why do i have to fail for 10 years when i can just pay someone that failed already to tell me what not to do you know, I just think it's silly for people not to spend money on courses. From the beginning, I literally spent 3000 to learn how to grow Instagram accounts when I was making no money from content creation. So I like the number 3000 because that's actually the most expensive course I ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> it was the that, first one. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in hints, I think I genuinely got scammed probably. <laughs> But that was, I don't, th I'm not sure if you are going to be in the same level without that Yeah, if, course. I, didn't, if so, I didn't spend it, I wouldn't be where I am today. And because even if the courses might be stupid, like the pressure that you are, you're going to absorb everything, be productive when you do the Instagram thing. So, yeah. so uh, having a skin in the game is good. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. What about you? Is there a Yes, I like you? I like girls. Okay. UK girls. Nice. But they find me a bit awkward. Why? And, and they don't like me. They don't like you at all? <laughs> well, if I'm 100% myself from the beginning, no. So what do you have to do? I just focus on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. How How is your relationship with girls? Like you said in the beginning, I don't have a girlfriend and you are so proud about it. I mean, <laughs> I was just proud about the fact that I don't have this, any distractions, but I don't know. I don't, with girls, it has been a weird one because I have most, if you, find, if you see most YouTubers, this is me being a nerd, but if you see most YouTubers like Mr. Beast, Eric, most of them got a girl a little bit before they were famous. And even with footballers, a lot of the footballers that now have a wife and they have a family, a lot of them met them before they became fam famous. Sadly for me, that didn't happen. So now that I'm focused, I just don't have time to give it to someone. Like I'm only 100% in into something. So if I was, if I had a girl, all I would think about is how can I give her the best experience I can possibly give her? And right now I can't, because I would just, I just work. I want to become the biggest creator of all time. Do you think the biggest creator of all time is out there going clubbing? Like Messi is the best player of all time, arguably. You didn't hear me say that. Shh. And he's not out there clubbing. Bro, he's out there grinding. So that's how I see it. I, I genuinely, honestly, I, I'm not focusing that at all. 
So it's more because you're more focused on YouTube and you, yeah. you don't you don't I just don't have time for and, it. Bro. And also you you probably understand how big of an opportunity you have in front of you and you're like I'm not crazy to focus on a girl right now. I just can't. I don't have time, man. I don't have time. I wait, I guess at some point I will. And then we're going to come in and like what do you do when you don't have time because other people think that YouTubers they just Film the video 10 minutes. <laughs> but tell me about Messi. Messi. And Ronaldo. Yes. Who is the, <laughs> who's the best? <sighs> Man, it's hard because short answer, Messi, I watch him win the World Cup. I think he's the greatest player of all time. He has won it all. But if I had to choose a player for my team, I'll go with Ronaldo because to me, He's a player that I fell in love with football. Like I fell in love, I fell in love with football because of him. So like, if I had to choose someone for my team, I would choose Ronaldo. But I'm not biased. I think it's clearly Messi, Can and he you... hurts me to say it because I love Ronaldo. What do you mean he inspired you? What, in what way? I, you know what? Some one important thing. I think a lot of people get into football because they like a football player. And in my case, it was there is two Ronaldos. So there is one that's called R9, and there is another one that's called Cristiano Ronaldo. Both of them I love. They both play in the position that I love to play, which is striker. You are confusing me. Are they you don't different? Know? Yeah, they're two different people. So there is one Cristiano Ronaldo, who is the second greatest player of all time, and there is another one called R9. I don't want to say this because people might get angry, but in football, they one is known as the fat Ronaldo, okay? <laughs> so there is Ronaldo and then the fat Ronaldo, who is R9. And both of them made me fall in love with football because I was watching them and they could do things that nobody so else could. they are different person. You are not joking now. No, I'm not joking. There is two different Ronaldos. But they, they basically, <laughs> me watching them made me fall in love with football because they were able to do things that nobody else could, you know? I don't know if you have something like that in another area of your life where you see them doing something that nobody else can. Elon Musk, for example, no? Yes, Elon Musk and Miss Peter Beast was something similar for me. Didn't they make you fall in love with something? Yeah, he made me fall in love with YouTube. <laughs> there you go. So it's the same for me with football. Yeah. So Messi is the best player. <laughs> it hurts me, man. Because like I know so many people are... Uh, I always go and I say that Ronaldo is my favorite. And then when I watch Messi in the Champions League, fi in the World Cup final, I was there. <sighs> and he's just the greatest. I, Probably the World Cup final was uh, one of the greatest experiences of my life. Because of why? And okay, yes, because of Elon Musk. Because uh, not because of that. The game was amazing. Oh, was <laughs> that? Is, was that? Why did you watch it? Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I, I was not there. I was at Twitter <laughs> outside, <laughs> but I was watching it online. I didn't remember. I didn't know you were outside Twitter. Oh my! But God. it was amazing. Like the, the the whole thing, the comeback. So the emotions, the underdog story that the, it was how, how it felt when you were there i watched you Messi. were alone there no or? i was with my friend i was with my best friend he's my cameraman and i watched messi go from i watched his first game where he lost <laughs> which is hilarious because he lost that game and i missed the two goals because i was recording a video so i missed the goals that they scored against him which is probably going to go down in history like one of the greatest <laughs> matches and i completely missed it because i was recording a video and then 
He went on to the knockouts. I watched all the knockouts. I would say the entire time I was rooting for him. I wanted him to win the whole thing. And when I was in the final, for some reason, I wanted him to lose. Because I thought if he wins this, that now means that I cannot call Cristiano Ronaldo the greatest player of all time. That now means that Messi is the greatest player of all time. When he won, I was obviously excited because I was there. But I wish it was someone from Argentina in my place, man. Because like I know they will have enjoyed that moment, like it was the greatest moment of their life. Whereas, oh, you mean from the country? Yeah, like an Argentinian person that watches. Because they, they, you know, there's people that are watching it from home and they would love to be in my position. And when I was there, I was recording, I was loving the moment. But I genuinely wanted France to win because I didn't... It's so toxic. But I know I've spoken to, for, to Cristiano Ronaldo fans and a lot of them say the same. They were rooting for Messi, yeah? And then when he had reaches the final, we're all like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> this is fine. Like, you, you can, you, it can end here. We don't need you to win this. <laughs> but I was happy for him at the end. He's a great I love him. how honest you are. <laughs> I, the thing, uh, what can I do, man? I don't want to lie, you know? I want to be honest. I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. Okay, so you, uh, you, let's go back to the fame. How, what changed? For me? When you got all these subscribers and I guess people find you in the streets or I love the, what you are doing. And like when you go to football games, probably a lot more people find, um, find you. Like. I don't leave my house much. I work a lot. So I don't, I don't see many people. I don't check my comments a lot. Um, I wish I did it more, but I just don't, realistically, it's so sad, but we don't have time to reply to a thousand comments. Um, I feel like the only thing that has changed for me is my drive. I'm more driven now to get more because it felt good to get to this point. So I want to get even more. The thing that I enjoy the most is when I'm on the street and when I go to football games and then people will come and be like, bro, I love your videos or they make me so happy. To this day, I don't believe them really. Because they'd be like, oh, it makes me so happy. I'm like, shut up, bro. It doesn't make you as happy. <laughs> and then I just, you know, I dab them and we have a good time. Um, but to me, it's still surreal. I still can't believe it. Like, I hit one million, like, two weeks ago. And I never dreamed of getting a million. Like, you heard when I got into this. I just needed to make $1,000. And then I fell in love with this. So, the for me, it has been more like the pursuit of becoming the best version of myself that I can possibly be. And with fame... Nothing has changed. It doesn't get to your head for you to become arrogant. No, more. I even when I was when I have been in things that are like super exclusive VIP, I feel very out of place because I because of my background. Like I come from South America, bro. Like I want to just chill, work on my thing, do my thing, and then you know make people happy and make fun videos. I don't I don't want a Ferrari. I don't want a big house. You know, the only reason I'll get a bigger house is because I need more space to film. I will live in, I will sleep in the floor if I need to. I don't care. You know? You know, I feel sometimes it's like a hamster wheel with this uh, money, fame, growth, subscribers, views, next video, more views. And like, it's just a hamster wheel that you, it never ends. Uh, you don't feel that. Um, there was a point where my growth got stale in that moment i feel like it kind of felt like the hamster wheel stopped and i realized oh wow 
I'm not getting results no more. So I got a little bit sad, maybe even depressed for that, for like a two month period. That was just after the World Cup ended. So that was maybe like a month ago where my channel was not in a great place because I made this big bet. I thought if I do the World Cup and I do the best content I possibly can, I'll become the biggest creator. The World Cup ended and I was still as big as I was before the World Cup. So that was kind of sad. But at the same time, I feel like I, I got five years of experience out of that. Because I saw my views go from like doing really good to that month. I, I actually didn't profit that month. Like that, that was one of my first months where I lost money because I spent so much going to Qatar. And Qatar is where the work was held, just for context. And a true YouTuber, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it cares about retention. <laughs> just putting everyone. Um, that's the moment it hit me. But I don't feel like I'm in a hamster wheel. I don't know why. I, I feel like right now it's more like I have a goal and I'm just walking and each step I take gets me closer to that goal. Can you tell me a bit more about this experience that you said you had with the uh, with, uh, stale uh, and like how it fell and like uh, how, why you think like you cared so much and you've, as you said, a small depression. Getting low views? Yes. Um, because back then I was taking a lot of, I say back then, but maybe it's a little bit similar now. I would say I'm better at it. But I was taking a lot of pride. You hear me now saying I want to become the greatest football creator of all time. But my goal a year ago was creating, uh, becoming the biggest FIFA creator. Like now I say football. I'm very clear about football. But before it was FIFA. And I reached that point. Too much, not full time, but I just wanted to become the biggest in FIFA. And I reached that point about two months before the World Cup. And then between that and me having to make World Cup content, my mind was like, I don't know what to do now. Cause like the, now I'm in like the limbo two months before November is like, what do I do? Like the biggest football event is in two months. I need to prepare for that. I need to build a team for that. I need to be able to do this, that and the other. So my content started to fall off in terms of views because I just didn't, I wasn't focused. I didn't know what I wanted. I'm like, I just became the biggest FIFA creator. Let's now transition to football straight away. And I took a lot of pride in being the biggest FIFA. And then when I transitioned- Interesting, interesting, very interesting. When I transitioned to football, it didn't do as good as I expected it to do, which is still great, by the way. I don't want to sound entitled. Like all I want to do is become the biggest and the best at what I do. And Maybe when I say, oh my God, views were low, blah, 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 blah. it's like, I understand some people might be at home and they're working like a real job. You know, they have like a nine to five, they have a job that requires them to be at a certain place at a certain time all the time. That's a real job. My job, I have fun doing it. It has a lot of stress, but we choose on to take this stress. You know, if I wanted to, I don't have to do this, but there's people out there that want nine to five and they have to do this or else they cannot pay the bills. To me, yeah, those. but everyone, yeah, you have your life. You yeah. can is that you have your own problems. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I just don't want them to think that I'm just you know some random kid who. Yeah, but leaning to what you were talking, fuck the audience that feels <laughs> yeah, that <feel> <laughs> like that. Um, basically, uh, for, for, like <laughs> I, it's true, guys. Like if we're going to sit down and like try to, oh yes, is uh, we if we're humans as well, we want to share our problems, our 
Uh, we we shit as well every day. We 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 have problems. We cry. We get depressed. We I get angry. So this is yeah. This yeah, is. I get it. Um, I feel like I got I took a lot of pride in that in being the biggest. And then the moment I became the biggest, it feels like and this is something you're gonna hear a lot of people say. And I am teaching you this so you guys don't go through the same struggle. When you reach your goal, oftentimes it feels like reaching a hill. And then you can't see anything else. Like you don't know what comes next because you just came to the top of something. And I didn't know what was next. What was next for me was a workup, but it was so far away, which is two months, that it felt like I was just stale. Like I didn't know what to do. So because I felt like that, my channel also felt like that. And my content became very repetitive, which is something that I don't like. I want to make cool stuff that people want to watch, cool stuff that people haven't seen before. Even if sometimes I repeat my same things like five times. That worked. That worked, yeah. <laughs> Even if I repeat it, <laughs> but my goal is not to do the same thing that everybody else is doing. So I took a lot of pride, go ahead in the balls. <laughs> and then I came back up after the work because I understood again, I basically didn't have something to strive for, which now is, I feel like my goal was an easy one to accomplish. Just becoming the biggest in FIFA. All I needed was a million views. I got that in a month, I, like a million views a video. I got that in a month and then in, in a year, sorry, I got that in a year. And then what's next? Can FIFA get to 2 million a, view, a video? I don't know. Has someone done it before? Maybe I did it once or twice, but now it's a World Cup. So what do I do now? Um, well, maybe we don't focus as much on FIFA and then we now do football. And then, oh, wait, the workout finished and my videos didn't do as good as I expected. So what's next for me? That's basically how I felt. And then I found, I understood that I just didn't know where I was going. I didn't have focus. So that's where now I understand. Like I needed to understand that my next big goal was something else. So I told you about it, but I heard uh, Paddy Gallo, which is one of the YouTube uh, uh, advisor, retention. He makes videos about how to become a YouTuber and I respect him a lot. And I heard him saying that you have, you are one of the upcoming creators that will dominate the platform and that your master plan for the future is great. Yeah. So share with us. What are your plans, baby? Well, first of all, Paddy, he's too kind to me. <laughs> he says this because he's a football fan and I'm a football content creator, so he's very biased. <laughs> I love Paddy, but he got a soft spot for football creators. So that's first of all. I know there is people out there that clearly, <laughs> clearly have a better plan than me. I'm not the smartest person in this room. You're smarter than me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, but, but my big plan is... I will transition into football content. I know football content again can get 10 million views a video because football content has- By the way, guys, like you don't need to like be interested like in FIFA or in like this, you can take these lessons. For example, he's talking, he wanted to, he was a FIFA and he reached a dead end, whatever, the top of it. Now he's like, has, to figure out what I'm doing next. And so this is a, a real life problems and transferable to all the areas in our lives that we have. So yeah, so yeah, just 100%. wanted to make that clear for you guys. Yeah. I mean, if they're watching this far, <laughs> by now they like FIFA or else they will have left. So appreciate it, my boy and girls. Now, 
I forgot what I was saying. I'm not gonna lie. You you were saying about the FIFA, uh, fu- about the future. What's okay. your master plan? I think plan? I can get. I think FIFA can get to 10 million views a video without having to go like crazy production levels like Iraq. I believe that 100%. I'll die on that hill. And I feel like the way to get there will probably be doing content with football players at some point. And uploading, like you think once a week, you think? I cannot upload once a week when I do that. It will be more like once a month. So I have to build up my team to get to that stage. But I just know that if I bring stuff that worked in real life to football, and if somehow football players start to care about me, or I find a way <laughs> to make it and care, please. I Footballers, will... if you have any ideas, if you have any connections. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I am the problem. I should have brought them something for them to care about. I shouldn't be, I thought that by just being, that's another thing that happened. I thought about being the biggest, people will care. But no, you have to make them care. You need to give them something, some value. And I don't think Lionel Messi is watching me build the best FIFA team in the world. <laughs> He's not doing that. He's probably sitting down. He doesn't right know English. <laughs> oh, true. He doesn't know English either. Okay. So. Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot that. Um, that what language? He speaks Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. Yeah. So well, that uh, that's another reason for you to make a Spanish uh, language <laughs> you know, <I laughs> for think, Messi to... <laughs> just to answer the Paddy thing, I think he believes that I have a great master plan because there is people before me that were able to get... There is one video in, in football. I will beat this number. But he got 92 million views in football. That's Mr. B's level views. That was four years ago. There is another one that they did that got about 70 million. And it's a channel called F2 Freestylers. Arguably, as big as Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect now, they were averaging like 100 million views at some point in the video. And I think I can get there too. How do you get there? Well, of course, you have to build the content <laughs> to be good enough to get that amount of views. I think if I am able to get full players in my videos, that could help me get to 10 million. I think too that the more football grows, and I genuinely believe when they allow, when I start dubbing my channel, I can double my views overnight, overnight, um, because I'll have Spanish and English. Because yes. Spanish is basically dubbing just as big. Uh, guys is my current obsession. You have said. I that. think about it when I go to sleep, when I wake up, when I go to the toilet, when I speak with you. The only <laughs> thing I think is dubbing. Dubbing is when you make your videos translation to a different language. Yeah. Not with subtitles, but with the voice actor to translate. Continue. Just wanted to make yeah. that. <laughs> just, give, just to give some context. But I think when I do that, my channel can get 2x the amount of views. And honestly, I feel like it's a long grind anyways. Just trying to fit right now. I had a call with Eric at some point and he advised me that the best thing you can do when you're small like me is make sure that you make a lot of mistakes. You make a lot of videos and learn what the best is. Because right now, I don't even understand what people find funny about me. I don't know why. I don't fully understand why people watch my videos. There are a lot of things I caught out of my videos that apparently people laugh to and I just don't get it. The day I'm able to get those and the day, the day I'm able to understand that, that's when I can go and double down on one video a month, two videos a month, 
and then grow from there. But right now, I'm more like a grind mode, trying to learn as much, trying to absorb as much YouTube as possible. And then you're going to see the best of me in the next five. The next five years. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> What's your big master plan? Dubbing. <laughs> <laughs> Dubbing. Dubbing in all the languages possible. So. Makes sense. <laughs> That's the easiest way you get twice the views. <laughs> it's like, it's like so, so simple for me. It's like, why for me to spend time all my time to just study retention and study all these tricks and study how to make the, uh, the best hook whatever it's just for me out simple just focus to make in, in 10 different language and you'll get probably seven times the views that i'm getting <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that 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 is a smart way to do things i feel like i i've just fallen in love with making content that all I care about is just making it better and better and better. So sometimes I'll forget like, oh yeah, if I probably, if I make this in Japanese, I'm gonna get some Japanese views. <laughs> you know, they can't see what I made <laughs> because I didn't make it in their language. <laughs> so that's the easiest way to get more views. Should probably look into that more. How do, so how do you learn about stuff? Do you like a big of meeting other YouTubers and like discussing the data? Can you are diving, like, how do you learn? You're paying attention to the viewers. Like, how do you learn? To me, the easiest way. Of course, was... to you. Yeah, I'm not talking about the people, <laughs> bro. <laughs> to me, normally I say to me, because I'm trying, you know, like a loading bar. So my brain needs to load because I'm not a genius. So sometimes it needs to load. So I say to me, and that's giving my brain enough time to Yes. Think. So when he's <laughs> saying to me, editor, put a loading button <laughs> on his head. So to me, um, the easy, oh my God, you made me lose my train of thought again, bro. This is what I'm telling you. I have ADHD. I swear I need to get a doctor to, is that a doctor? A doctor sees if you have ADHD. That's like, you cannot concentrate, you know? Like I can't concentrate on anything. Even on my videos, I forget what I'm doing. I have to like all the time check. <laughs> now, now I even forgot what you were See, saying. See, you may forget what, we, forget what we were saying. So let's let's figure it out with the audience. <laughs> they are probably knowing they're laughing at us. They are like stupid idiots. <laughs> I don't know why I'm listening to them. <laughs> Listen, for people that are out there and still don't understand, I'm a nerd. Oh yes, we we're talking about uh, how you learn faster. Courses. Just find someone who knows and learn from them. Like genuinely, the easiest way but, to learn. Now, how do you learn? Like, now I find someone who knows more than me. Like I'm now speaking to you. Like just asking you questions helps me. I haven't been asking you many actually, but this is the easiest way for someone to learn. Find someone you can learn from in another niche. I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people are able to get people that are a lot bigger than them. I'm not good enough. <laughs> I am not able to get as someone with like 5 million subscribers or getting 5 million views to speak to me. So I try and speak to people that are getting, I don't know, half a million views a video, you know, 100,000. And I try and learn something from them. Genuinely, it's about having an open mind and always believing that you don't know the right answer and that probably there is no right and wrong and getting everything as much as you can into your brain. So I try and buy courses because that's the easiest way to get access to someone who probably wouldn't answer my message. <laughs> so I just buy the course. It's like, I'll text, hey bro, can you tell me how to get better? And then 
that's a that's a response just silence so i'll be like okay cool how much <laughs> let me pay you then i guess <laughs> so that's how like you can buy there is ways to buy calls like i have calls with hayden hiller smith logan paul's editor you know i have had calls with him to teach me how to make a better story and i had a call with Iraq. he helped me he's mainly being able to ask questions and other than that he's making a lot of mistakes i think mr b said it once make a thousand videos and then after that, you can you will become better because you're gonna do it so many times. So you don't read books. Boring. 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 That's boring. <laughs> I'd rather watch anime, baby. <laughs> <laughs> do you read books? Yes. No chance, bro. No chance. I bro, I already play games. I play FIFA, bro. Do you want me to be more nerd than that? <laughs> Do you really want me to be out there and live until I'm 80 with no girlfriend? Nah, bro. At some point, I need to be cool. So you never wrote, uh, wrote the book. You never. I I the... I did. I have read books. I have a very hard time reading them. Very hard time. I'm a low bad. Did you try audiobooks? I tried. I Still, can't. I it's hard because I'm concentrating on something else. You want to know what I've been listening to lately that got me in the best mindset ever. There yes. is this interview between Mr. Beast and Lex Freeman. Yes, I love Lex Freeman. I've heard, I've, I've listened to that interview 10 times right oh, now. Oh, really? In the last month and a half. I've listened to it 10 times. So every time I have free time, I hear it again. That's it. That's how I learned. <laughs> Just find the best person and listen to them until you get tired. And that's basically my education as well. Like yeah. when I was back in my, like the thing that we, we were talking about this when we, is that we have a lot of similarities of the accent. Can you talk about how, how difficult, how easy to break through us with, uh, okay. with this I accent? I wanna know, how, how was it for you? I have never heard you speak about this. Well, I didn't know if it was possible. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know people that they were doing that. Yeah. Even Mike Shake, it was not yeah, Mike back, back then, not you as well. So I never saw like big creators with accents. So I was like, <laughs> the problem with me is that not even I had an accent. I, was, I didn't know how to speak English. <laughs> so, <laughs> so why didn't you do your channel in Greek? Well, I, I was like, there's one, uh, one billion people speak English, 20 million speak Greek. Am I stupid or what? <laughs> so is that how you saw it before you started making stuff? Yeah, yeah. You see, that's a smart way. Not paying 3,000 to, to learn how to grow Instagram. That's a smart way to think about it first. But tell me about your experience because you mentioned as well, like it was, it sucked when you came to UK and everyone was making fun of your accent and stuff. Like, Kind of uh, share like because I I found like people that watch my stuff sometimes they are more like the people that they resonate with me so probably the people that watch ours it's probably people with accents now ah, <laughs> nice I didn't think about that I'm sorry by the way I, a lot of people have been have had to get used to my accent by now I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about half of the time. <laughs> Because uh, a lot of my friends don't understand what I'm saying half of the time. So it might for a viewer. But at first, I was doing content without me speaking. So it was like, chill. Like I was Instagram, didn't have to speak. Videos, didn't have to speak. When I started speaking, I remember the first comment when I did an Instagram story was like, 
bro, I don't understand anything you're saying. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't know that was a thing. Because like when I arrived, everybody I spoke to was my friends who are actually from my country too. So like we spoke Spanish. Oh. So like I never under, you know? Interesting. And then also the people that I met in, in, in Liverpool, they're all foreign too. I didn't have any like English friends until I made, I had my Instagram account. That's the first time I experienced like, so you oh wait, you I have an accent. Speak with, no, I did, didn't. I didn't come out of my house. All I did was work, bro. But you were working, you didn't speak English? Oh, well, when I was working that I realized that people found funny, my accent, they found it funny, but it's different. Cause like when someone is watching your video for entertainment, that's like, I don't the, get what you're saying, dude. Yes, they, they are honest with you. The people in the States, even if they don't understand, you don't really yeah, get that. Yeah. You just, but now that you are experienced of people not understanding, you, you get it when they don't get you. And the other little context is where I was working, I was serving all older people. And older people, if anything, they would see me like, oh, it's so cute that he's an immigrant. Like, how are you here? You know, what got you here? Just like you, the questions you're asking me, whereas on Instagram, it would be people my age. Like, dude, you speak your language. You know, what are you doing? <laughs> you speak Spanish. And I never even thought. And, and why you didn't speak Spanish? I never thought about it. That's a genuine reason. I never imagined I could just make my channel in Spanish. Uh, and are my, you happy about that? Yeah, reason? I am happy with English. I think I want to do Spanish at some point. But it's too many things to worry about, bro. I'm too focused right now. I want to just do English. Do Spanish, you mean dubbing Spanish, not uh, channel? Um, I could dub myself or I could find someone to dub me. I just think it'd be very weird if I find a human, like a random person that I don't know to just dub me. And then the day I speak in Spain, because I become like the biggest creator in all time. And I'm like, hola. They're like, who is this guy? Because <laughs> in dubbing, it will be some random guy that's not me. So like the day I speak, I will sound like a different person. It's different with Mr. Beast. He, you can be dubbed and it'd be chill because like you are not speaking Spanish. And yeah, then yeah. if you spoke if, if you spoke Spanish, it'd be, oh, what? So that's that's my current uh, pain point. <laughs> so, so you are like, I want to dub. But I want to be my voice, and that's a lot of work. So, so this is the point that you are. Yeah, now. it's so hard. But the reason I chose English, I live in England. Okay. Oh, when really? I started, I lived in England. Some people may not know L where in England. Liverpool. You know what? People don't know I live here. Really? Yes. Where do they think that you live? I don't know, dude. They <laughs> just think I don't. They they think I exist in the world somewhere. Somewhere. Somewhere around Over Earth. the rainbow. Probably some of them think I'm in the United States and I'm some, you know, I just crossed the border or something. <laughs> or some of them maybe like, who is this? Why does he have three accents in one? <laughs> he has like a UK, a Spanish, English, and then some South American slang out there. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> okay. Tell me about the, so, so you, you're happy now with the yes. English because also it makes more money in comparison to the. Spanish that I understood later too. I never I'm I'm honest like I did not get into this because I wanted to make a lot of money. I just wanted to make enough, but I did understand that it will in Spanish. This is interesting for your audience. In Spanish, for me to make enough, 
How do you know what is interesting for the audience? Because are you, numbers, numbers are interesting. <laughs> numbers are interesting. Okay. So for you to make a thousand dollars in Spanish, you have to get 10 times the views or at least five. Interesting. So like, if it was hard enough to be a creator. Even if you were getting five million views, it will, is, we are going to make the same money. As a million. Yeah, I did not know that at first. In my head, it was super easy. It was like, I am doing a job I don't like. I need to make money. How do I make money? Instagram account. Where am I? England. Easy English. That was all yeah. my thought process. Interesting. It's, like, it's so interesting because me, I was like going so intentional. That's what I intended in. you. I was like, oh my God, Mr. B is making a lot of money. He's having fun as well. So I'm going to do that in English. So it was a strategic move, but it feels like your life took you here kind yeah, of it did i just it's arrived interesting. i just arrived here i am <laughs> here i am and now i want to become the biggest because why not you know one thing that really inspires me is showing people that they can do whatever they they want you can achieve anything you put your mind to and i want to prove that to people when i first did instagram when i first did tiktok when i first did youtube and now that I'm getting into wanting to do football YouTube, all I've said to myself is somebody else did it before me. I can do it too. And I want to show people that they can do that too. Okay, let's get into a small debate then. Go on. Send it. I don't think people can do whatever they set their minds. Why? Because I think uh, their background sometimes, their genetics can get in the way of them achieving Give what me an example. they want. So a kid in Africa, yeah, in the world's poorest country that they don't have phones, they cannot do whatever they want, bro. But I'll give you an whatever example. Whatever I'll give you an example, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. What if they cannot do whatever they want now, but it would take, the, it would take them longer than another person, but probably they could get there too in the next 30 years, no? Like, is there really, like, just asking out of, cause I don't know, right? I'm a guy from Venezuela that just lived in the UK, I haven't been to the world's poorest country, you were there. But is there really no way on earth you think a kid like that, when he becomes 30 or 35, can have accumulated enough wealth, whatever that may be, to continue chasing their dreams? Or maybe their dreams, because of their, their what so, they are surrounded so, so by, you, are different. Yes, this is what, what I mean. What are their dreams? So it's diff different, different than our dreams, and maybe not that. So maybe their society probably they are certain like, oh, just build food, a farm, like do the thing, and then you're successful when you. So it's like it's different definitions of success, different things, and not only because we would take the debate of like the worst poorest country i think then like you can potentially win the argument if we start that but i think kind of more uh what i believe is like uh there is when uh, one person killed his wife his children and his uh, and he wrote a letter please open my head i'm going to suicide now and opened my head to see why I did what I did. The last couple of days, I was very angry. And then he went and jumped from a building. 
And then they opened his head and they found out that one uh, muscle was pushing the other muscle a lot and he was making him a lot more angry. So by those things, I kind of understand, like some, there is some people that there is a study happened that one judge, when they have a case on the thing, when they are eight foot before, they are a lot more kind to the decisions that they make. So just the food that they ate before, if they ate or if they didn't eat, their decisions kind of, they are is determined by what they ate before. Yep. So I just see all this stuff and I'm like, I'm not sure if, if, we, if you can do whatever you can. It feels like I can in my life, but I'm biased because I don't know how it is to be other people with limiting beliefs and problems and grow up without love. I think just adding up to that, if we focus on particulars, probably it's hard. Like I would say for 90% or at least 80% of the people, it's possible to do whatever they want. Um, I don't want to go down to backgrounds or specifics, but I feel like if you do, I don't know, 80% of the regular people, probably every single person that's watching the po this podcast, or that's a good example, you know? Most of the people that are watching the, this podcast, and that's the people that we're speaking to right now, they can do whatever they want and they can achieve whatever they want because they have a phone to access this, they have internet to get here, and they have made it so far by now in this podcast that I guess they can be inspired by our stories. Of course, like so many in the world's poorest country, sadly, and I wish we were able to give them everything. They don't have access to this. So they wouldn't be able to see what we're speaking, you know? And then probably the person with that thing that happened in his head, bless him. Um, I mean, he killed someone actually. Probably not Fuck bless him. him. Probably not bless him. <laughs> I just mean like the circumstances when he died, whatever. You understand. <laughs> I don't like killers. Nobody does. But... I guess him, he's not watching this either. So like for me, to the people who are speaking, I want to inspire them. There's some people that might not be inspired because they just can't. They want something else and that's fine. Interesting. Do you watch movies? No. <laughs> wow, you don't do anything, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I use the YouTube. An anime. An anime. Yeah, oh, you watch it. anime. Oh. Do, do you learn stuff from anime yes. about YouTube? Yes. What, what did Music. you learn? Music. Anime is a lot better at music than you will learn a lot about music, sound effects, and storytelling in anime. A lot more than you will learn in a lot of other things. I'll give you an example. I never understood why when I watch my YouTube content, I'd be able to say like, I'm not feeling this. I don't understand this. I don't like this cut. I never understood why. Because I never watched that much YouTube growing up. But I did watch, I did start to watch a lot of anime. I've watched over a thousand shows by now. A thousand and shows, you mean a thousand? Like in, in anime, in like TV anime. episodes? Yeah, or? bro, no, more than a thousand. In, in TV episodes, I've watched more than 2,000. <laughs> I reckon I've watched more than a, okay, maybe exaggerating. The thing is, I, there is a lot that I only watch once. To make it simple, I watch hundreds of animes. And when you watch so much, it's the same as when you watch a lot of YouTube, you understand what good looks like. And I understand what good anime looks like. And when I make my videos, I understand what good music to what's happening looks like. Cause I watch so much anime that has so much good music behind the fights 
that I know what that should look like in a video. And I, I couldn't tell my friends, like I couldn't explain, like I don't feel this, I don't like this code. I don't understand why, like I'm, it, the entire code is looking at my back. I don't understand why I don't like this. A code is like in a video, when you change from one scene to another, the in-between, if you see me in this face and then I change to this, there was a cut, okay? So in there, sometimes- I'm learning now, <laughs> I didn't know that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't understand um, why I didn't like that a cut in my video. And now one day I thought like, bro, I watch, I watch so much good anime that I understand what good progression in a story looks like. I understand what showing space, what power systems, how to make something engaging, how to make music, to build up to a big moment. I think I got a lot of, of that from anime. I wouldn't be able to get it from YouTube because I didn't watch as much. I only watched Mr. Beast. I, I, I put an exercise to my editors for a week to not do anything and just watch anime. <laughs> Are you gonna do that? I did that. And how read. was that? They found it amazing. Really? Do you yeah. like anime? Uh, I I like I like the air Airbender. What is he? <laughs> Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, he's my for Earth. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's nice. So, yeah. So, would yes. you ever be bold? Have you been bold? Uh, like bold, yes. Bold? Like when bold. I was in the army. Yeah. How, how true. Nice. How was being in the army? Oh, the most um, difficult thing I ever did. Really? <laughs> yes. More difficult than traveling the world for free. Uh, yes, because I was in the Navy SEAL part of the army. Yeah, I just don't know what that looks like. So, what, what, why is it so hard? Well, it's uh, it's the most difficult training in the world, uh, in the army, but it's, well, it's very simple. They fuck you up for eight months straight. And out of 200 people that we went, only 13 people fi uh, finished. Okay. So a hundred and thirteen. Two hundred. Two hundred. Only thirteen people finished. Okay. So all the other people gave up because it's like the mental thing. They make you give up. Like it's a lot of difficult physical exercise. If you are not as fast, they cut you. If you are not as strong in the stuff, they cut and you. And you go until the end. Yes, Wow. very lucky. But that's why kind of all the stuff that I'm doing now is kind of piece of cake that I'm doing. Oh, good to bury myself. Does everybody have to go to the army in Cyprus? Yes, but it's mandatory, yes. But I'm curious to hear in Venezuela. No, uh, no nobody goes to the army, never? Uh, I think we have a thing called like, don't quote me on this, I'm no politician. But I know um, our government, like you have military, but then... If our country was ever to be attacked, the last line of defense, if the military is screwed, is the people. Like I think everybody is supposed to be able to defend. Interesting. So like, it's different because like you. So country, everyone does a kind of a course. No, no, at some we don't point. do course. But like I know, I, don't call me. But I do. I do remember when I was studying in school, there was this last thing, this last resort in our country, which is like everybody should be defending themselves it's not like you have to learn but i guess that's the difference with cyprus i guess you actually have an army that you know but how's the situation there in venezuela uh, how, bro, i don't want to get how, how it affected your life my life nothing horrible you, bro. you don't care horrible my three animals died from cancer like 
in the last two years. How does that have to do with... It's not like my with... country, but it's the fact that we had to leave them alone because my parents had to move. Because if they stayed there, they just... Interesting. Did... Like, I'll give you an example. My dad is a lawyer. He works with big companies. The problem is big companies leave countries that struggle. That makes sense because you don't make money. So why are you there? But my dad was working as a lawyer for these companies. They leave. He got no job. Now what does he do? Nothing. He so has to leave. He, he immigrated so back to... He came here. Now, big problem is here, his job is not recognized as a lawyer. Why? Well, because he became a lawyer in Venezuela. Like, do these people know that he's capable? You could fake it, I guess. You could fake a degree. He has to do a whole new degree and it costs like $10,000 or some crazy number that we didn't have. We still don't have it because I don't take any money out. So in terms of life, like it has screwed my family a lot. It, I wouldn't, I don't want to get political because a lot of people have different things happening in their countries. But in my case, because my country has been in a position where we have lost a lot of money, like my parents didn't want to keep any of their money in cash. They kept everything in houses. And the housing market in my country went from, if our house was in worth- In banks, you mean? In banks, no, in cash. They didn't want to keep anything on the bank on cash. They put most of the money in properties. Oh, in you, houses. this is what you mean, interesting. Sorry. And then they basically had, say the houses we had were worth two million. Well, now they're worth a hundred thousand. So now, if you you were counting with two million to be able to interest have me man. here, fuck, like they they fuck. they had two million and they thought that that was enough to and keep pe- me here. Yeah, and people like when you have like a two million dollars worth of property, you think you can get the rent, yeah. and you can get yeah. you can live, and then something happens, you are. And that's kind of interesting for diversification. Don't put your eggs in one basket for maybe have diversify in different countries. Have your your money maybe in a, the most strongest currency in the world or something. Yeah. So because you can really suffer. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to them. Like that, they just didn't have any money. That's why I had to become a I had to do I had to become a waiter, and I thank them every day I can. Because if I hadn't done that, I'll probably just be doing my regular nine to five right now. And I don't feel like I'll be happy doing that. Mechanical engineer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'll be a mechanical (laughs) engineer now. And I don't think I'll be happy doing that. So I'm very happy that my parents, that we all had to go through this. How is your relationship with them? And how, uh, for example, my parents, they worry a lot about me. Oh, you do crazy stuff, bro. No, I'll no, be worried. They, I am they worried. Worry, no, they don't worry about the, oh, They sorry. do worry about <laughs> the stuff that I'm doing, but they worry more about my ego of me becoming like, uh, like something that, yeah, like my ego is big and like I treat not everybody the same and like all this stuff. But so what, what tell me, do you have some of this stuff with your parents no. and how, how it, the relationship, did it change at all the relationship after you got all of whatever money and fame? <laughs> so my dad had a very hard time because since I am like four, since I can remember, he always said, I will always support you, son, whatever you do. And I hold him accountable to that. Cause when I arrived, I left uni and I told him, 
you told me you were supporting me interesting so good luck you know so for my dad that was funny <laughs> the good thing is if i was speaking about this the moment i quit uni you probably see me and be like you are a piece of trash your parents sent you here they lost all their money to have you here interesting and you left uni i didn't think about it that way i thought i don't like this i'm gonna do whatever i want it's fine and then it works out and it worked out. My mom was a lot more productive, but she has always been like the more entrepreneur, entrepreneur kind of person in the family. My dad was like a lawyer, but my mom, she, I don't know. I've always felt like I got a lot of my drive and energy and like um, my focus from here. Whereas my dad is more like the, you think, more based. He's like a genius, I would say. He made me, since I'm young, since I'm like eight, he would tell me about how McDonald's was created. Like my earliest memory that I have is my dad being like, you know, Ronald McDonald's, they, the McDonald's, they, um, for a million dollars, they sold their business or something. And now it's worth billions. And he would tell me since I'm like eight on my life, I wouldn't understand what he's saying. And I'll be always asking him about the stories. And I think that's where I got my entrepreneurship and my mind set from. But then my mom, it was more like the drive to get there. So I feel like they, has, they have always been supportive. If anything, my mom was pissed off because she literally sold his car so I could come here <laughs> to do mechanical engineering. <laughs> and I told her, no. <laughs> <laughs> now they're fine. But that's how that went. And how, uh, so uh, how is the, so the relationship is getting, uh, do you speak with them at no, all? No, no, like... no, they, they actually leave. From where we are filming this, they're actually like five minutes away. Um, I don't visit them as much, which is sad, but I do spend enough time with them. Like, it's not like I don't speak with them at all. My mom, if anything, she will call me and she'll be like, you better answer now, <laughs> now. Cause she's a Latina mom, you know? Like she'd be like, you have to do this. But she, they have been very supportive. If anything, they were the first two person, the first two people that after I told them that I would quit uni and I told them this is what I'm doing, they were not happy, but after a year, they saw that I wasn't doing drugs. They saw that I was just sitting in my room, working as hard as I could. And they said, you know what? It's not we're as bad as we this. thought. Yeah. If anything, make sure you can pay for our stuff now because we <laughs> sent you here. <laughs> but in a nice way, they're not using me. Um, so I don't think our relationship was bad at all. If anything, my mom is very proud because she things that, cause I was able to employ my brother. So now my brother works with me and she's very proud of the fact that the, I got my brother to go out of the job he was doing. He was doing something similar than me. And now he's in a more fun job, you know? He's pursuing his dreams. How old are your brother is? One year older than me. One year only. Interesting. Yeah. It's a different, it's an interesting dynamic that I was yesterday with my brother and we were discussing, uh, about because he's seven years older than me. Seven. And I was oh asking him like, how did the, uh, my YouTube success influenced you? And he was, it was a kind of a, a deep conversation that we have. And how do you think your, your success like influenced your brother and the relationship that you have? Because wow. sometimes can be a weight on the brother. Oh, like my other brother is a lot more successful oh, than no. me and like, uh, sometimes jealousy sometimes uh, uh, there is kind of be so many dynamics but how is everything i feel like i inspired him 
and he inspires me too to be better because we have always had a very healthy relationship and I don't know how it was for you but for me and I wish everybody had my brother I have the best brother in the world mine is better than yours I don't think so <laughs> see <laughs> nah, I'm only joking come on it's not a brother competition yours it, is. it is it is a brother competition <laughs> Um, I think I'm yeah, sorry guys I was too loud with the microphone yeah don't worry <laughs> we're, I think we're both very energetic in nature so sometimes that kind that might come out I'm sorry boys but because think, we are filming so we're yeah, like yeah. <laughs> on the mode but my I, I helped him become more entrepreneurial he helped me have more order you know if anything I would say I'm very grateful to have him in my life he has helped me more than I've helped him in my eyes. Because, like, I am an absolute disgrace. <laughs> As in, I don't clean. I don't wash my clothes. I don't cook. I don't do anything other than sit and do YouTube. And he is down to clean for me. Why? He doesn't wash anymore. He doesn't like that. But he's down to do all of that for me. I don't ask him to do this. He does it on his own. So those type of things have helped me a lot. And now that I brought him into my business, he has been able to lift other weights off, off of me. So I personally think he has helped me more than I've helped him. What about you? You are always reversing the table and I'm not going to accept it this you time. You don't want to say it? No, okay. about my, me and my brother. Yeah. Oh no, uh, yes, it was very interesting because I think my brother is like entrepreneurial and oh. like he was, uh, he's, he was, when I was 14, 15, he came in the house and she said, I'm st he, was studying, he was studying at Newcastle uh, University and he said, I'm studying and uh, I, I'm, he also started a startup while he was in the university. Oh, that's crazy. And then he was like, but I learned all the stuff that I know from the startup, not from university. So I was like, okay, I'm going to skip university. So, and all the, like, uh, I believe that uh, my brother is the biggest reason uh, of my success because I, I looked up to him when I was younger and uh, how I was, uh, he was, when I was 14, and he was a lot more experienced and he was teaching me stuff and I was able to cut a lot of shortcuts because of him, so yeah. It was, it's amazing, it's a blessing. Also, my, my family is a blessing because we're six siblings and we have very- Six big, siblings? Yeah, we have a very love, strong family. And my, my parents, basically their dream was to, uh, their dream only in life was to have a good family. And I think they achieved that. <laughs> so even that's the only trouble that I've often have with my family is that they want a big, very like un, like they want a big, they want to have a very united family. But because I'm always working, <laughs> that's not possible. They now understand that, but they still hold me accountable to like, you have to come to stuff. We are going to drag you to stuff <laughs> if we have to. That's the only thing that I kind of like need to get better. So I, that's a lot, one of the many things that I have to get better at. But as a son, that's something that I definitely have to get better at. What do you want to leave in this world behind when you die? I don't know. I actually don't know. I think that's something I'm going to figure out. Um, at some point because it's such a deep question i've asked myself this before but i know i want to drive change 
Because the people that I that I admire the most are Miss Reese, Elon Musk. I I've been very inspired by Nikola's Nikola Tesla's story. People like Walt Disney, Steve Jobs. So I feel like all the people that I admire have something in common, which is change. And when I wake up and I don't become the best version of myself, I'm actually sad. Like I'm I actually I'm actually sad. Like I don't feel good. And with that formula in mind and the people that I have aspirations of, like the people that I admire, I feel like there is no world where I die and I haven't made a change. I don't know how big that change is, but I would love to be able to make change that's significant enough to be like, I don't know, being able to change the way people see football or being able to bring football to more people in the world or whatever I decide to do with my life. Um, I just don't know what it is right now. Honestly, I, I, I'm confused. I want to ask you a lot more questions, but also uh, we're going for a long time. So I'm confused what I want to do, but I will ask you another one question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the question is, I want you to kind of teach me a bit about social media. Like what do you think like should it's, it's going where do you think creators should focus uh, their time oh my shorts God. Uh, long form YouTube okay I'll, I'll tell you right now okay if you have zero subscribers right now I'll tell you how to get to 100,000 in the quickest way possible shorts I would genuinely make as many shorts as allowed in my head why because the main problem with making youtube content you know what it is it takes long it takes long and for you to know what's wrong you need data if you don't know that the video that you worked on for a month will get one view and you upload it after a month and it gets one view you're gonna be depressed and if this happens 10 times in a row you will stop because i wanted to stop so shorts you can make one a day quite literally. So instead of in a month, uploading one long form, as in a YouTube video that's 10 minutes long or whatever, you can make 30 shorts. Do you think that if you make 30 shorts, you won't get one that at least, at least gets 10,000 views? You know how pumped you're gonna be when you get 10,000 views? You're gonna wanna do this for longer. And because you can upload it on YouTube shorts, you can also upload it on TikTok. You can upload it on Instagram. You're gonna upload it on Facebook. You're gonna upload it everywhere. So, quickest way to get the same piece of content in four or yeah, five different in platforms. every single platform. And from this, you can learn from your mistakes. Always try and make if you make thirty in a month. Always try and make the next one the best one. And then over time, probably after a year or until you find a good formula, um, you will be able to do long form content because that is exactly what I did. I started with short form. Oh, so form. you do focus on short form, but with the long term goal, goal of to doing long form. Long because long form. form is a way you make money. And if you want to be able to do this for a long time, you need to have a stable income. Like there is no way you can you can beat either of both two if you don't do this full time. So it's important that you do have a long form way of making money. So. That would be my biggest advice for you. It's hard because I, I myself don't know. If anything, what I'm doing is I'm spending three times more time now trying to make my videos better. I think the biggest, the best way is figuring out what do you think will make your you get 10 times more views? 
if you are the metric that you care about. Dubbing. Dubbing. Yeah. Dubbing. There you Dubbing. go. I don't, what, what's the metric that you care about the most? Love. Love from your fans? No. Oh. <laughs> the metric that uh, I care about the most. That's interesting. <laughs> For me, I don't really care about this YouTube stuff very like a lot. Like you, I care about learning. For me to learn. Is it learn? So, so that's what you care about the most, learning. So. Uh, so I would say the best thing you could do is probably try and meet as many people as possible that you could learn something from. That is 100%. Like, you mean what I'm doing now exactly, with the podcast? even more. Oh. <laughs> I mean, what else? What's the other alternative? Like, what else can you do other than podcasting? Let me figure it out. Um, uh, reaching out to millions of people. <laughs> you already do that. Tell me. So this was kind of your first official podcast. Yes. My first official podcast. How was it? How was the experience? Good. I was very nervous at first, but now I'm happy. If anything, I want to see if I get in trouble after this. That will decide whether I do more of these in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thank you because I, I, you're very honest with me and I learned a lot of stuff with this and I love you. Have oh, a great day, you. guys. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe and watch <laughs> the next video. This is another interview that probably is great. Please click on here.